Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I really uh, was, a, you know, it's a pretty busy week this week, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's been one of them. Just <laughs> that, let me leave it at that. This has been a trying week for me. I've been tested in every angle you can think of, but I'm still here. I'm still standing. Uh, and like I always say, but by the grace of God, I mean, if it wasn't for God's grace, I mean, I don't know how I would overcome some of the things that get presented to me or some of the challenges I face. And just like you, but I'm so appreciative of this relationship with God that keeps me 
um, always somehow surviving it, always getting over, always finding a way. He always provides a way for me, always, right in the nick of time. Here's what I've discovered most recently, that in all of my wants and needs, and God does provide them all, he ain't ever, ever been too late. Never. I'm discovering that. I'm discovering more and more that his timing and my timing is usually way off. It's it's way off, man. Because, see, my, my timing doesn't require me to have patience. My timing doesn't require that I struggle. My timing wants everything that's happening to be over, if not right now, at least by tomorrow. Or can you fix it for me by the end of the week? I can hold out to Saturday at best, but if you get through here Monday, I'll I'll be good then Monday too. That's really how I want everything to happen in my life. I really do, man. I'm not going to kid you. I ain't no, you know, just hanging there for a few more years. I've never said that out loud. Man, I'm going to just hang in there a few more years. I've never said that. When I go to God, I always go to him with a sense of urgency and a timetable in my mind that I've established. It's always off a little bit, though. I mean, it's been off considerably at times. But as I look back on all the mistimed events, all that I thought was a mistimed event, it turned out to be right on time because I found out that it's going to happen in God's time anyway. Now, if I mess with that, if I try to help out, if I try to force the issue, if I take matters into my own hands, I then delay the timetable that I set even further. Because now I made more of a mess of it. Instead of waiting, trusting, believing, and showing the proper amount of patience, I dabble with it. Now I got some more mess that's got to get straightened out. Now my timetable, what I thought I would bring about a little bit quicker for me, has now created a few more scenarios, a few more challenges, a few more situations that now got to be ironed out for the end result to happen. So what have I learned here? I've learned that if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's what I've learned. I've, and I keep learning this lesson over and over and over again. I don't know when me, Mr. Know All That I Should Know, and as stupid as I am, when I'm going to get this one through my head right here. But guess what? He has filtered that into the equation, too. Let me tell you how good God is, man, how really strong he is. He has filtered into the equation that you're not going to always get it right. So guess what he's done? He has now created this thing called grace that allows us to have these moments of stupidity. That allows me to have these moments of getting it wrong. That allows me to have these moments of doubt. And trying to figure it out, he filters all that in and say, I'm going to take care of my son anyway. This is my child. I'm going to take care of him anyway. With all of the dabbling he's doing, all the mistakes he's making, I'm going to take care of him anyway. That's his grace and mercy. He done filtered that into the equation. 
So all these timetables that I done set up for myself, that I want things to happen in my career, that I got a timeline figured out of when I ought to be the man. I got a timeline figured when I ought to be making X amount of dollars or when this contract negotiation ought to be done or when this son of mine that's in college ought to get his act together so we can quit having these types of conversations. Every time I get a little frustrated with my son, I just imagine to myself how frustrated God got to be with me at times. You know, I'm his son. These is my sons. And every time I get a little frustrated with them and not quite getting it right, I have to refer back to all the times that my Heavenly Father got to have patience with me because I won't get it right. And I'm 56. Man, (laughs) he got to be sitting there going, are you for real, dude? All I done done for you and all I'm teaching you and all I'm allowing you to have and all I'm allowing you to experience and survive so you can know these things, then you turn right back around and you still tripping? Okay, Steve. Then he's going to sprinkle, sprinkle. He'll go a little bit more grace and mercy. Sprinkle, sprinkle. He'll go a little bit more. So what I'm trying to say is what I've learned is when I ask God to st- for stuff, I got to relax I got to relax my timetable and just allow him to do it in his time. Knowing since he has never been late ever in my entire existence on this earth, he has never come through too late. What am I tripping about? What would make me think that all of a sudden he going to drop the ball? God ain't never dropped the ball. So now that's the lesson that I'm trying to learn. And I'm passing it on to you that when you ask God for something, and you know what I'm going to start doing? Matter of fact, I've never said this out loud before. You know what I'm going to start doing? From now on, man, when I ask God for something, and I'm going to keep asking, because what I'm not going to be is the one that falls short of that scripture that says, you have not because you ask not. That ain't going to be the reason with me. I want you to clearly understand that. As much as you see me with, I am still asking God for things. But I expect God to give me these things because I've been taught by my mother as a Sunday school teacher that God blesses you according to how much he can trust you. See, if you're going to take what he's given you and you're going to help some people with it, then guess what he's going to do? He's going to give you more of it to help more people with it. That's the deal. Now, if you don't get that principle through your head, you're missing out on a valuable concept of life because God blesses you to become a blessing. That's what it's about, man. It ain't about you getting a house on the hill and then don't reach back and show nobody else how to get up on the hill. You think you're the only one supposed to be on the hill? No, man. What good is that? You ain't got nobody to play with. If you the only one got some marbles on the street, when it, well, let me just, that's when I, ain't nobody got no marbles no more. But let, I'm just telling you when I was a kid. What made playing marbles fun was everybody had some marbles. If I was the only dude with marbles, we not having fun here. Because who, I'm just shooting, knocking my own marbles out the circle. I'm winning my own marbles back. That ain't no fun. Everybody had to have some marbles, man. Butch had some marbles. Manny had some marbles. Amp had some marbles. Prude had some marbles. L had some marbles. So when we shot marbles, you bring your marbles to the marble fight. We draw the circle. Everybody put four in the circle. Then you get your shoot up on your thumb, and you shoot. If you knock his marble out the circle, you win that, you win that marble. 
We play this all day. We started gambling when we were six. But what good is marbles if you're the only one with some marbles? So what good is it for me to know what I know, to have what I have, and don't share the information and let show nobody else how to get it? What's, what is that? I ain't got nobody to play with. So now, here's what I'm going to do when I ask God for something. When I ask God for something from now on, you know what I'm going to do? I'm right with my request. I'm going to say, now, God, show me the patience and give me the understanding to allow it to happen in your way, in your time. So I can go on over here and sit down and get to working on something else. Because every time I ask God for something, I don't just sit still and wait on it to happen. I get to, I get to working in another situation over here. Because I live by one simple motto, ABC, always be closing. I'm always trying to make something else happen. Because you can quit asking God to bless your life and you ain't giving him nothing to bless. So I put enough irons in the fire so he has something to grab and heat up and turn into something. I got something I'm working on all the time. That way when he blessed me with one stuff, I got something over here. I sure could use your hand on this one, Lord. That's what I'm going to start doing. How y'all feel about me now, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18. 18 minutes after the hour. Here we go. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Jr. Everybody in the building. Hey. Morning. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning. Tell the <laughs> I decided uh-huh. that today oh. would be the beginning of a great day. Of a what mm-hmm. day? A great day. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. We go ahead. I mean, go ahead. No, know your voice. Yeah, know your voice. Lock it in, decide, and then go with it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. That was today's uh, sermon is mm-hmm. all right. A Humpty Dumpty uh-huh. set on the wall. Yeah. And Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Yes, he did. Yes. All all of the king's horses. Uh huh. And every last one of the king's men Mm. could not now one of them put Humpty back together again. They couldn't get him back in. That leaves us. Or shall I say, that beckons us <laughs> to the question. Yeah. What is the question, Pastor? Why was Humpty up on the wall in the first place? Uh-huh. That's, right. That's right. Come on now, Pastor. You're preaching now. Let us review this. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Take your time. Humpty Dumpty was a big old fat what? Egg. 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 Mm-hmm. egg is what it was. Now, knowing that you is an egg, <laughs> why would you try to sit up high? Mm-hmm. Knowing that your bottom is round. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There's another nursery rhyme that goes, Yeah. when the wind blows, 
Uh-huh. The cradle will rock. Now, if yeah. your cradle is round. I thought it fall. It, it don't fall. It rock. When the bell breaks, the cradle will Unless fall. my mama read the wrong one to me. Rock-a-bye, baby, in the treetop. When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall. He mad. You correct. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stop you like this. I'm but sorry. The, the, the word says. The word. <laughs> the nursery rhyme? The, the word. The word. The word says. <laughs> when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Or fall. Mm. We ain't talking about the bow right now. Okay, okay. you just on the cradle. We just talking about the cradle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> cradle is rocking back and forth because a storm didn't come up. Oh. Yeah. Now, when it get okay. extra stormy, then the bow might break. Yeah. The bow is also the bottom of a boat. Yes, it is. You got to know these things. Amen. So Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Mm-hmm. Humpty Dumpty it. had himself a great fall. <laughs> yes, All sir. of the king men, every lad one of the horses and king's men, could now one of them put Humpty back Preach together again. Preach. Which beckons the question one more again, why mm. was Humpty on the wall in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you was a fat old egg. Mm. Knowing yeah. you can't take no pushing. Mm. Now you done fell and cracked wide open. Mm. Your yoke is out. Now your yoke is easy. <laughs> <laughs> Your burdens is light. Yeah. Oh, he got deep. <laughs> deep. That's deep. Yes, sir. Won't 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 you won't you please observe what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm preaching now. Yeah, you mm-hmm. are. I have been accused sometimes, Pastor. What is you preaching about? <laughs> and I say to those of you that are questioning my abilities and skill sets in the pulpit, you ain't no preacher. <laughs> right. Right. No. It's so what is you baby. questioning me for? Amen, Pastor. Amen. You ain't been called. Ain't nobody even tweeted you. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone called. Yeah. So let's wrap this thing up with the lesson today. Wrap it up, put a bow Ooh, on That's what I wanted. That if Humpty Dumpty. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Set up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And old Humpty, the Dumpty. Yeah. Had a great fall. Trying to get over. And then all the king's horses, they all trotted over there, you see. Yeah. And all the king men, Hmm. that's every last one of them. The army Uh was large. Yes, they were. Could not now one of them put Humpty back together again. Mm -hmm. Did they eat omelets then that they couldn't? No, not yet. (laughs) The question beckons why. Was Humpty up on the wall? I think I know. Let me show you what little. Let me show you why you ain't the pastor. Go ahead, Deacon. Why do you think he was up on the wall? I think that was Donald Trump wall and he was trying to get over. That's what I think. (laughs) Donald Trump wall gonna be way taller than that. And if you sit on that wall, you're gonna get shot off. Yeah, he was a huevo. Humpty <laughs> sat on the wall. Yes. Come on. Humpty sat on the wall because some foxes had raided the hen house. Uh-oh. Okay. And Humpty fat ass saw him and escaped to the hills. No mm. 
And that at the top of the hill, that was a wall. So Humpty being the egg climbed up on the top of the wall. See, hmm. you never knew that side of the story. The foxes had raided the hen house. Hmm. Hmm. Thus pushing Humpty to a wall. Now, uh, let's learn something here. Humpty wasn't nothing but an egg. Mm-hmm. But after Humpty took a chance, well. Humpty became famous. Mm-hmm. Most famous egg in the world is Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. They ain't a more famous egg nowhere than Humpty. You can't you name an egg that done got more wrote about him, said about him, hummed about him than Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty got his ass up on that wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. That was the end of his life, but don't you still talk about Humpty. Come on, Pastor. Well, the story yeah, is, when they, when they, listen to me, when the foxes run up in your head house, yeah. head for them hills and do something great, and maybe somebody remember you like they remember Humpty, you got to get some Humpty Dumpty in your life. What is yeah. that song you like, Humpty. fool? It's the Humpty, Humpty Dance. Dance yes, yeah. sir. That's where the Humpty, Humpty Dance. Dance came from. Because yeah. before he cracked wide open, he was down at the bottom of the bottom of the hill. Humpty was doing the nay-nay in the wheel. <laughs> That's what the hell it was. Lord Jesus, I'm so glad you Preach, saved Pastor. me, Lord. Preach. Working on me. Humpty Dumpty sat on wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great yeah. fall. All the king men and all king horses. Couldn't nobody put Humpty ass back together again. But Humpty was at the bottom of the hill before he spit open, doing the nay-nay in the wheel. Humpty! The doors of the church are now open. Mm. Won't mm. you come? You better come go. down the aisle doing the hump. My, 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 my. Come down the aisle doing the what, Deacon? The hump. <laughs> okay. When we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, uh, Steve, something funny. Coming up, uh, you know, we have some black history moments for you. Little known black history facts. Oh, I had one. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back 34 minutes after that. When we come back after this song, ladies and gentlemen, it's time again for little-known black history moments. Yes, sir. Things that happened in black history that you didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. All right, we back. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> you want to start with uh, an unknown black history fact? Okay, I'm sorry, it'd be too long. Syllabus and a study guide to, <laughs> <laughs> to your black history moment. <laughs> in a workbook, yeah. Steve. I'd <laughs> be trying Work to learn book. something from you, but I'd be. Okay, man, let me let me get notes. this one to you. 1902, Uncle Steve. Drummer Dean Patterson used to work for Mr. Schiffero. He was a blacksmith there. Now, Miss Lily Schiffero. Mm. Always was making eyes at Drummer Dean. Mm. Now, uh, it was the summer of 1902. Miss Schiffero went to the next town to pick up some horseshoes, which were leaving Drummer Dean and Miss Lily there by themselves. Miss Lily invited Drummer Dean in. And, oh, my God, it happened. But Drummer Dean was smart. Uh He took some saran wrap and wrapped it around itself as he and her had Emotions, as I must say. And she said, Miss Lily Schiffero said, mm, come in here like a horse. Came in here like a Trojan. And there became where the Trojan condom was made. Oh, Miss Lily Schiffero <laughs> started that Trojan condom. Who knew? 
Who would have known that drummer Dean Patterson was behind the Trojan Come? That's just little known black history facts, Uncle Steve. Well, his name was Drummer. Wow. Yeah. Trojan Man. Yeah. Drummer Dean. Yeah. Drummer Dean. Hey. Next. It's too much. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, I just balled my fact up. <laughs> Come on, Mine Steve. ain't gonna be as good either, but here we go. Y'all don't want to do it, y'all. <laughs> Nine, uh, eighteen fifty-seven. Uh-huh. Come on, loquacious rice. Yeah. I yeah. like that already. Worked on a sugar plantation. Okay. Down by New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, okay. Spot. He was down there, and his job was cutting sugar cane. Mm. And then splitting it into strips. Okay. He did it all. He was one of the top split strippers in the whole county. Lucretius was famous for putting designs in some of the sugar cane strips. Mm. Well, one day, uh-huh. they decided at the barbecue they were going to have chicken feet. You know, wasn't much <laughs> for slaves to uh-huh. have back then. So when they Mm. threw out the parts that they didn't want, gizzards, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. slaves learned how to fry them up and turn them into tasty delicacy dishes. Right. So chicken feet was on the menu at the barbecue. They was all out there barbecuing chicken feet. And the overseer had came and started boiling a pot of tar next to the chicken feet. Uh Now, they didn't know what this tar was for at the time. Because tarn and feathering hadn't quite been invented yet. (laughs) (laughs) But they knew this tar ain't had no business boiling over here. Right. So they kind of slowed down with the barbecue Mm -hmm. to try to keep an eye and discuss this tar. Mm -hmm. So finally, they was all eating chicken wings and sugar cane sticks and and chicken feet. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And finally, one of the slaves, Big Buckmaster. Big Buckmaster? Make it up. Buckmaster. Yeah. Big Buckmaster said, I don't know what this damn tar for, but I don't want none on me. Right. Mm. So Big Buckmaster turned the damn vat of hot tar over. What? Uh-huh. But it knocked over the barbecue pit with the chicken feet on it and knocked over the table with the what? sugar cane on it. What? And they went, oh, be damned. Now all of a sudden, all the chicken feet and all the sugar cane got black tar on it. So they sat there and they thawed it out and they waited on it to cool. Uh-huh. And Lucretia's Rice picked up a piece of sugar cane that was covered in black tar and bit into it and said, I'll be damned. This sure. tastes pretty good, and Loquacious Rice was the inventor of licorice. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back, everybody. Get ready. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss <laughs> Ann going to be here with today's headlines. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to talk to you about New York Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nephew, run that prank back. Uh, relationship oh. departure. Hello? Hey, Brian. Hey, baby. Yeah, what's up? I was, um, 
I was calling to tell you, baby. Look, I just, I, I just can't do I this got anymore. It. I got it. Huh? What? What? Hello. Oh, uh, hello. Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know. I know you was just talking to Val, but this is this is Greg talking to you. It's Brian. Right? Greg who? Greg who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg, I was just talking to my wife. Uh, did you put her back on the phone? Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey, why can't you do that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, explain. All right, there's some things you know. Long conversations about this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! How you know my wife on the first name basis like that, man? How you? Who are you? Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. All uh, right, at the airport. Okay. At what, airport? Which airport? Why are you? What are you at the airport with my wife for? Hey, let me. What, what, hey, what, hey, what? hey, hey, Doc. All of this is complicated. Okay, it's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, make it simple for me. Okay. So what I want to explain to you. What I, let me explain to you, man. What? We've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she's... What? When? When was this? Why are you at the airport with my wife? is with me. And Why? is leaving with me. Okay? What? what leaving? And y'all, what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? Oh, hell no. Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now. Leaving. I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to me? I don't hear you saying. Yeah, look, yeah, let me talk to my wife, man, because you, 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 you about to make Baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? What's this dude talking Calm about? Calm down, sweetie. Calm, yeah, calm down. I've been for trying nothing. to tell yeah. you this for a while. See, you think everything's okay, but it hasn't been okay. <laughs> Why are you telling me this on the phone? Why can't you just come home and I tell me tried. this to my face, baby? Go, go sit down. Hey, 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 bro. Come on, man. <laughs> no, man. Why are you on, man? I'm just talking to my wife, man. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. I, 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 I know this is painful, man. Know, no, you don't know. Right? You don't know nothing, Hey, brother, right? I know this is... You don't know nothing. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. I just put my wife on the phone, please. Please, if you if you got any ounce of a man in you, just put my wife back on the phone. All right, <laughs> I, 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 all right, bro. Let me let me let me say. Let me, let me can I say something to you, man? What you got to say, man? What you? It's, it's, it's less than my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing I, to I'm tell a, me. I'm gonna put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say, say it, man, and wrap it up, all right? Because I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, Brian. This is let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy. M- Got me to prank phone call you. you what you? Hold on. So, so okay. If you pranking me, what's up with the airport stuff in the back then? Y'all at the airport? No, bro. Your oh. wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife. Hold on. I'm gonna let you talk man. to her. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You all right? First of oh, all, are you all right? Man, uh. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was about to be a murder scene, man. <laughs> Look at me oh. now. Now, now who's a big okay. prankster, huh? <laughs> I got you. Finally. You could have been a little bit more Ooh, subtle so than this. I mean, <laughs> you, and y'all, you and your brother, you think y'all the only ones can prank people. He's like, you and your brother be oh. pranking all the time, man. Boy, man, it's, it's light stuff, though. I am, girl, <laughs> you ain't. Oh, oh, happy birthday, got, baby. Hey. Oh, you got a birthday oh, coming yeah, up? Got, 
Happy birthday, Brian. This, this, yeah, man. Great gift. Great <laughs> gift, man. But let me talk to my wife, man. All right, yeah. I, I, got, I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on. Please. But, what? You, woman, you huh? got me, all right? Don't, don't. You ain't got to go this far, all right? You ain't got to go this far every time. It's supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kind of started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fight. It was gonna be some fights. It wasn't gonna be a fight. Oh, girl, just a hey, bring your black home. I'm coming, baby. Don't I'm even coming. stop at red light. You take don't stop track. at red light. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, last night, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Yeezy. Back in business, he unveiled Yeezy Season Five for New York City Fashion Week. Family Insider told People Magazine that uh, Kim Kardashian and her husband spent the weekend apart so Kanye could focus on the New York Fashion Week. Uh, There is definitely some concern that uh, last night's show would be a bit much for him in the stress department. Uh, This is what the source told the magazine, noting that uh, Kanye gets so involved with his work that it's hard for him to not get obsessed with it, you know. That's who got uh, some crazy clothes. Yeah. I had some linens that were split. Okay, I got that. But he got some slavery clothes. And he's bringing them out in Black History Month. Yeah, and remember, just it was just back in November, a few months ago, that Kanye was hospitalized in Los Angeles uh, due to excessive stress and exhaustion. He was dehydrated, all of that. Uh, Kim has been extra attentive toward uh, Kanye and keeps checking in to make sure he gets enough sleep as events um, as such have been very bad for him in the past. So we're wishing him well and that uh, Mm -hmm. Yeezy season five will be a success like they all are. Yeah. And, you know, he comes out great. I'm waiting on him to come out. I'm right there, John the Baptist. I'm going to get that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling for it, man. Yeah, I I, 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 I want that soldier to be all right, man. I do. Absolutely. I don't don't want nobody to snap I'm sick and you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I just ain't that type of person, man. I don't. The jokes ain't worth it. Mm-mm. I wish that brother extreme the well, man. He he got good intentions, man. Yeah. He really does, man. He got some I incredible think sneakers. Oh, sneakers yeah, everybody loves Jesus. Oh, everybody. Uh-huh. Oh my sneakers. God. All right, Steve. She's here. Introduce her, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Okay, this morning. is Antrip with the news. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, the investigation underway into the now former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's communications with the Russian ambassador is focusing on transcripts that reportedly suggest that while Flynn did talk about the sanctions placed on Russia by President Obama, that he apparently made no specific promises. That's according to a U.S. intelligence source quoted by uh, National Public Radio. Meanwhile, President Trump says his administration is concentrating on how the information got out in the first place. From intelligence, uh, papers are being leaked, things are being leaked. It's criminal action, criminal act. Meanwhile, Trump's backing down from his campaign stance on Israeli settlements. He now says he'd like to see the Jewish state hold back for now on building new settlements on occupied Arab land. As for that one state, two state solution, he says he'll support whatever solution is good for both. And that's uh, there's a big difference between that. One was establish a Palestinian state and the other one would make Palestine Palestinians under Israel. So it's a big difference. Anyway, Republicans in Congress wasting no time in getting rid of as many of the rules handed down during the last six months of the Obama administration. Yesterday, they rolled back one that was designed to keep guns out of the hands of mentally ill people. GOP lawmakers say they targeted that regulation because they felt it violated the rights of 
weapons owners. The rule in question required that the Social Security Administration report to the FBI's background check system anybody who received disability payments and who had been deemed mentally defective. They got rid of that yesterday. Actor Harrison Ford's pilot license could be suspended for landing his plane in the wrong place at a California airport. It was a close call. Yeah, it took place on Monday, guys. Authorities say Harrison was lined up for a taxiway instead of the runway he was assigned to. And when he took off, he passed right over an American Airlines 737 that was waiting to take off. And back in 2014, Harrison Ford reportedly crashed a vintage World War II plane into a golf course in Santa it's Monica. Time to stop. Yeah, he's kind of looking stop. at like get back to see. Indiana Jones. Get back to riding a bike. <laughs> hey, by the way, the movie Hidden Figures remains in the top five of the box office, bringing in another $8 million over the weekend. You're a computer at NASA. And let women handle that sort of... Yes, and let women do some things at NASA, Mr. Johnson. And it's not because we wear skirts. It's because we wear glasses. And that's right. The film's total gross now over $131 million. Now, get this. If you haven't seen the movie, shame on you. But if you haven't seen the movie and you want to, you can this Saturday and for free. In celebration of Black History Month, AMC Theaters and 20th, 21st Century Fox have joined forces to present free screenings of, of hidden figures uh, in 14 major market cities. So contact your local AMC to see where a movie house near you is providing those free showings and you can get in. Uh, today is the National Day of Without an Immigrant. That's right. It's to show what immigrants contribute to society. Without uh, You had a day without Latinos. Uh, we have one coming up uh, in March called A Day Without Women. And since it's Black History Month, I think I need to tell you that the idea for all these things originally came from the mind of a black man. A play, Tommy, you may remember, it was a play called A Day of Absence. It was written in 1965. That's when it came out, written by a black American playwright, Douglas Turner Ward. Uh, he did it at the Negro Ensemble Company in New York and many other places. It was a day when all the blacks in the southern town disappeared and things ground to a halt. It was called a day of absence. Douglas Turner Award received a Drama Desk Award for that play. And finally, <laughs> guitarist Carlos Santana is under fire for saying that Adele deserved that Best Album Grammy on Sunday and not Beyonce because Adele can sing, suggesting that Beyonce can't. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what he was saying. You know, the Dell the Dell deserted because she can really sing. Uh huh. Santana who must have missed again? the Santana, Carlos Santana. No. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So some people are like uh, not so nice about him, writing some real nasty things about him, and you know where did he get off saying that? Santana must have missed the part where Adele herself said she felt Beyonce should have won the award. Beyonce never said she should have. She never got up there and did anything. She didn't do a Kanye West or anything like that. It was Adele. Who said it? But uh, uh, Carlos Santana said, "Well, she, you know, she didn't deserve it anyway because Adele can sing." Yeah. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Isn't life interesting? All right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, just a couple more things on uh, New York Fashion Week. Carla, this one's for you and the ladies. Yes, you're yes. welcome. Remember the guy they called? Um, his name was Jeremy Meeks. Uh, he was a prisoner. And his picture got leaked to the media a couple years ago, oh, yeah, and everybody yeah. talked about his oh, yeah, piercing yeah, yeah. blue eyes and how uh-huh. fine he was and all of that. Uh-huh. Well, he's got a new nickname. It's called Prison Bay. They call him the Prison Bay. He made his New York Bay. Fa- uh-huh, <laughs> made his New York Fashion Week debut. Um, you know, he has a little teardrop what? on his eye. Yeah, 
because they loved him. They thought he could be a model. Yeah, he's gone from he's orange jumpsuits to the catwalk. Uh, it was back in <laughs> what? 2000. Yes, yes, yes. He was serving two years in prison when they first saw him. Uh, they, he signed a modeling contract before his release what? date. Yes, he is a married father of three. Uh, he made his runway debut for designer Philip Pline. Oh, Philip Pline has nice stuff, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Celebrities like Madonna were in the audience, Fat Joe, and Tyga. Uh, prison Bay posted a pic from the show on his Instagram to thank It ain't Pline. Tigger. It's Tiger, baby. It's Tiger. I don't know. I just want to get it right when I see it. <laughs> Tiger. It's Tiger. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he thanked uh, Pline for believing in him. So there you mm. go. Congratulations. And can wow. I send out a... Uh, the flip-flops uh-huh. to that, huh? Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Can Steve? I send out a shout-out to Q-Tip? Oh, who yeah. I mistakenly thought was somebody else, and I walked past him uh-huh. in the lobby of a hotel out in uh, Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so, man, when he walked past me, I fist bumped him, and he kind of looked at me like, my man. Yeah. And, I, and I was going to a meeting, so I just fist bumped him because just a brother I saw in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And when he went off, I told my dude, I said, hey, man, I'm like, I know that dude from somewhere. He said, oh, H, that was Q-tip. And so I ran, but my legs was hurting from the workout, so I couldn't run. <laughs> you couldn't catch him? Yeah. So I waddled back to see if he had went out in the parking lot and went to the elevator, and I ain't see him. So if anybody uh, see Q-Tip, man, tell him my humblest apologies for walking past him like that. I, I just was somewhere else in my mind. And then when I said, man, it seemed like I know that brother. They said, man, that was Q-Tip. And I chased him, went back down the hall to find him, but I didn't know which way he went, so I lost him. So if anybody see Q-Tip... Tell him Steve Harvey giving big love. I didn't mean to walk past him, show no dis, show, not show respect to the brothers. So. We saw him on the Grammy yeah. Sunday night. He did. He performed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I called no, I didn't, really I didn't see that either. <laughs> yeah, really that good. was nice. Yeah. yeah, I missed that. Buster one. went in, didn't he? Yes. Wow, Buster went in. <laughs> <laughs> President Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly is here. Hopefully he's going to be feeling better today. He's up with You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, he's here. Huh. <sighs> Eugene will be here with the blog, whatever it's about today. Okay. What was it about yesterday? He was hurt. Gloria, yesterday. remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he was, was hurt. Really it was good. Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, he was Tuesday heartbroken. Day and, you yeah, know, well, hey, let's go and get him back out here because they're going to tell <laughs> him how good this is going to be. Uh-uh. Eugene is next. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, hey, Junior. Hey, you sound so different yeah, today. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, man. You know what, Steve, I'm not going to, uh, you, you know. You sound a little hot, too. I'm hot? Yeah. I know that's right, girl. So, anyway, good no, morning to no, all. No, 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 not hot like that, like yeah. flashes. <laughs> no, like your mic is hot. <laughs> what do you mean, like hot flashes, like yeah. about to fall hot. out? Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, because you at that age. Men don't have hot flashes. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. You can't do. <laughs> da, da, uh, uh, don't you do What's, it? Wait a minute, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Eugene, you don't want high flashes. Uh, no one wants them, Steve. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> that's a. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Hell, he want everything else. He want the outfit. You might as well get the flashes to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on with your blog, butter, you butterfly, flutterfly. I may be in a midlife crisis, but that's all right. I'm good. Um, so you sound like you're in a good mood, though. What's going on? I'm in a very, very good mood because me and my friend, um, Gloria, you know, we made up. Oh, for not, for not getting, um, really? 
Kelly. Yeah, so we're good. All right, and wow. we're going to fashion. We're going to Fashion Week. We're leaving today. Oh, on okay. Thursday. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what's wrong? Weeks off. Yeah, I know. But we just making a stop because we going because we going outside go to the uh, NBA All Star in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You better be in Portsmouth on Friday, somewhere on your stop. I'm going to be in Portsmouth, but I was giving it to the people last week. I'm going to be in Portsmouth <laughs> with, um, at the Willard House. I can't understand how y'all don't know how many damn seats in the building. That doesn't make no sense to me. Well, I was trying to count well, them, but... they just stupid. Anyway. <laughs> I've already there... found out it's 2,000 seats. Mm. And that's mm. why I don't know how many seats was there. That's why. What, what do you mean by that, Stephen? Oh, well, it was too small, I so I didn't yeah. I, that's why I you skipped didn't know. that stage when I was I was at the price. Like and then you, you know did. I did five thousand, so I didn't I missed. I'm sorry, I never heard of Willard Hall. I like hey, how good you luck. And that, ladies hey. and gentlemen, is what we call yeah. shade. That's hey. pimping. That was right a there. lot of shade, Stephen. Well, really well, hey, 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 man, hey, 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 but good luck on trying to fill it up. <laughs> More shade. More shade. You and all six of them people you got on that show. Good luck. I used to go mm. by myself. Go ahead. Seven go. With <laughs> anyway, that nice seven with I'm you. not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in it. I'm not gonna get in it. Anyway, um, I'll be at the All Star game because you know I'm a big fan of the dunk contest. Oh, slam dunk. The slam dunk and the three point game too. I love that. I used to have a crossover, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. That's too easy. Oh no, uh-uh. no, 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 no. Oh no, you still got Sit that. Sit up, Tommy. <laughs> Boy, not Eugene. No. You wanted the best. <laughs> uh, no, really, I had a very good crossover. I... <laughs> Boy, your crossover better than Tim Hardaway. <laughs> That's too easy. Don't go there. <laughs> Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he loses. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I could. I could. Once I get you down in that paint, <laughs> once I back you up in that paint, Stephen. Uh, my turnaround jumper was fierce. Your turnaround where? <laughs> jumper in the paint. <laughs> turn, <laughs> turn around jumper <laughs> in the paint. It was fierce. Mm-hmm. Fierce. Because when I put this, and when I put the, my defense, <laughs> Stephen, when I put this press on you, I know how to put that press on you. Uh, take us out, sir. <laughs> well, one thing I do know, you know how to get pressed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's all I have for the blog today. Okay. You yeah. guys. You, y- y'all made up, so that's good. News. Yeah, y'all just seem so edgy. What's wrong? Mm, we're good. You mm. the one was crying yesterday. Hell. <laughs> See, you ought to come open for me at Port, in Portsmouth. <laughs> you ain't got enough seats in that little bitty ass club. <laughs> club? Oh, it's a club? Is that <laughs> even that's a theater? Oh, my to God. me, it is. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, Steve, Chance the Rapper is going on tour. Three-time Grammy Award winner Chance the Rapper. He's going on tour. Oh, yeah, Chance. Yeah, Magic Johnson wants Kobe to join the Lakers front office. And Charles Oakley says he won't sit with Nick's owner, Dolan. I'll be damned if I'll sit with him. See, Dolan wants him to sit so he can get some of this flack off of off him. Because of the owner of the Knicks done called hell for this man. Yeah. Because to have that man removed after he bought a ticket, he bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. And to have that man removed like that, and Oak from Cleveland, man, you saw him pushing it. Hey, man, get off me. Get off me. Dog, don't, don't grab me. Oak pushed for real. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then it took all them to get him. And so now, you know, they've met 
thanks to Michael Jordan. Right. Michael, Michael Jordan put in a yeah. phone call to the commissioner and the Oakley and Dolan. And, you know, because Mike, I mean, Jordan's great ambassador for the game, right? And so he puts a phone call in to get it squashed. And uh, so now the ban has been lifted on Charles Oakley to be in the garden. Uh-huh. But now he wants an apology mm-hmm. yeah, from the man so. to him and the fans. Absolutely. And really, man, you, 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 you can't do the man like that. So Dolan wants him to just come and sit next to him so he don't have to lower himself to an apology. Uh-huh. No, I'm allowing him to sit next to me. Man, come on. Get out of here. Sitting next to no, what? Oakley got I would have hate if I was working security that night. That ain't the one. I'm gonna tell Oakley from. right now, man. Take it from me, Oak. Don't go down there sitting next to him because they're gonna take a picture of him. You are gonna be all types of Uncle Toms and. Cool. <laughs> 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 Learn from take the boy. Someone who knows. Man, don't go down there, Oak. Go down there sit next to him. I don't give a damn what it's. Get no picture took, Oak. You go down there as Oak. You come out as a coon. You go down there for the right reasons, Oak, and all of a sudden you got to be an Uncle Tom, a coon, a sellout. Man, don't do it, Oak. Great advice, Steve. Oh my God. I'm not calling him coon, Oak. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Magic Johnson wants Kobe Bryant to join the Lakers front office. Okay. Mm. Magic seems to think bringing back the black mumba may be uh, just what the Lakers need to get their win game back. You know, back in the black, all of that. Here it is. Take a listen. Kobe understands winning. He understands also these players, you know. And so I would call, what role you want, bro? If you got a day, just give me that day. I take that. Whatever time he has, I want him to come and be a part of it. Yeah. What do you think, think? Steve? Yeah. I mean, he's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Why would you not want the black mumba involved? That don't make no sense. I mean, the dude is one of the greatest basketball players of all times. His intellect of the game, I don't know anybody in the game currently that has Kobe's intellect for the game. I just don't. Okay. Mm. I think Steph Curry is a brilliant basketball player, court vision. Mm -hmm. I think LeBron James is a brilliant basketball player and with court vision. He did a pass on uh, on, uh, the Timberwolves the other night between Wiggins' legs. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The dog, a no-look pass between the dude's leg that was like 15 feet from him, (laughs) right on the button to the dude under the basket. I don't even know how he <laughs> saw that. That's vision. Yeah. Yeah, man. But Kobe Bryant would be, and he's a Laker. You think he's he, a Laker? You think Kobe will accept the offer? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. you, they ain't got enough money for him. But uh, he wouldn't do it for money. It would have to be right. something else. They ain't got enough the money. Game, huh? mm-hmm. No magic over there, because magic is a brilliant businessman. Yeah. He's just brilliant, man. This dude did something. He ain't back at the Lakers for free. He got ownership. Mm. Piece of something. You don't need no oh, check. Yeah. Magic ain't going down there for no check, man. He down there because he was a Laker. He was he loved the Lakers. And it's, it's some Laker cats that'll make it happen. I had the NBA Legends on uh, Celebrity Family Feud. That'll be coming up. I had James Worthy. He was oh, a captain. Oh, really? Oh, Robert really? Ory. Boy, oh, I had some Lakers. Robert, I had Robert Ory. Robert Ory got seven rings, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. With three different teams. Mm-hmm. That boy right here. That's a bad boy. Uh, Gary Payton. Oh, Gary. Mm-hmm. Was on the team. The mm-hmm. uh, let me think. Uh, Gary Payton. Uh, uh, Horace Grant. 
Mm-hmm. Used to play with yeah. the bulls and do mm-hmm. the water yeah. goggles. Mm-hmm. And then the other brother was, uh, oh, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy? What? Muggsy oh, you can't Bogues remember short paper. paper. Why is that? Muggsy Bogues. You know, I was, I was, I All had right. my eyes up high. Rock? You know, right. I had, I had, I had, I had my eyes up high. <laughs> and then, you know, I had to lower the level to get down there to him. He loved Tommy. Where was he, he on the panel? The Where was he in, in the, the middle? middle? Oh, in the middle. Okay. In the middle. Look just like Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I damn near called him Tommy about four times. <laughs> wow. I said, Tommy, I mean, Muggsy. He said, well, why you keep calling me Tommy? Man, you just remind me of somebody short. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go, Tommy. <laughs> wow. You didn't call him stupid, did you? Please don't tell me you did that. Oh, hell no. He bright now. That cat was sharp. That's that's yours. You got that by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after the hour. uh, Junior uh, just said on the last break going out Mm. that Tommy, that's why Tommy don't have no TV show. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come to my nephew's defense. He does have a TV show. Which one is it again, Steve? <laughs> the Black College Challenge. Black he College does quiz. have a TV show. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, oh, I got sorry. one for you. Y'all ready? Yeah. What's the prank, nephew? Let's get married. Let's oh. get married today. Okay. Oh, Lord. Pastor, how you doing? My name is Virgil. I, I was reaching out to you trying to, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to get married, and I wanted to know what it took to get married at your church. Excuse me, Virgil, uh, quick question. Uh, where'd you get my personal number? I'm not, I, I don't know where I got the number. Never, I mean, never, never mind, we'll deal with it. What, what's your question? Well, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I, I'm, I'm, trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get married. I really like your church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there several times. Thanks. And I'm really interested about, um, you know, what will it take to get married in there? And I really, I'm, I'm probably, I might be calling you at the last minute, man. I want to get married at the end of February. Well, being in a hurry, I, 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 we'll have to go through counseling first, maybe four to six weeks, and uh, we can take it from there. Uh, you'd have to give me a call back on that. But uh, tell me a little bit about just a little. Well, well, what it is is that we, we, you know, we've been trying to get married for a long time. We've been having a lot of difficulties with it, and never really, really found the right church that we thought would be a good place to get married. I, you know, I think it's, it's you got a feeling in your heart that this is the best place to get married. You know what I mean? So, Thank you. Uh, you know, we've been, like I said, we've been in your church uh, quite a few times, maybe about four or five times, and and we have, you know, both agreed that this would be the perfect place for us to get married. Uh, you're not a member at Mount are you? No, sir. No, sir, I'm not. Like I say, I've visited, you know, we've visited four or five times. We really liked it, and, and we just, we're, we're sold on, on trying to get married at the church. Well, go through the counts four to six weeks, once a week, and uh, we can uh, talk about the rest of it at another time. Okay, okay. And after that, then you're saying we'll be prepared to get married then? Uh, I would think so, sure. Yeah, yeah, no problem. How soon were you talking about? Well, like I said, we we were trying to do it at the end of February. But let me ask you this here now. After going through counseling, would we be able to have you be the person to to actually perform the ceremony? Because that's what I, I know. That's I know that's what I want uh, is for you to actually to, to yeah. perform the procedure. Yes, yes. 
That's possible. Okay. Well, listen, I like I said, I, let me apologize. I didn't know I had your personal number. I do apologize for that. I, I do have uh, my soon-to-be spouse on the phone, and, and they would like to ask you a couple questions, too, if that's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I can speak with her. Okay. Uh, uh, Alfred? Alfred? Yes, yes. Hi, hi Pastor. How you doing? Alfred, go ahead, Alfred. Hey, hey, hi, Pastor. My name is Alfred, and uh, I wanted to have a couple of questions myself. I just wanted to know how, what was the capacity of your church? Because we got quite a few, few friends and family members that were going to attend. So that was one thing I wanted to know about. Right. Uh, Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Okay. Right, Virgil. Well, that's 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 that sounds pretty good, huh, Well, that's what that's what we wanted. We wanted to make sure it was enough enough room for our friends. So we're we're probably going to invite about three hundred friends. So mm-hmm. that that should be fine. That'd be so, nice. so, Pastor, when can we get when can we get counseling started? We, oh, oh, uh, Alfred, you you're you're getting married? Are you married? Al- Alfred, uh, I'm sorry, Al- Alfred is who I'm marrying, Pastor. But, uh, Alfred and I are, are trying to get married by the end of February. So when can we actually? Uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was talking to Virgil. Now, yeah, right. I'm with, Virgil. Yeah. Oh, you're on. Alfred. So Alfred is on the phone with me. Al- Alfred is is who I'm getting married to. So we want to know when whoa, can whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse. Uh, so, Pastor, when can when, when can we start counseling in church? We who who is we? Well, Virgil and I. Yes. When, when can we start? Excuse me, we we can't start no damn yeah. counseling at my church. Not at mass. For people about counseling, you need to come to Bible study. What is he talking about, Virgil? Pastor, what seems to be the problem? Excuse me. What seems to be the problem? What is the problem that we can't get married at your church? The problem is the institute of marriage is between a man and a woman. God did not put Adam and Eve to be Adam and Steve. You just said if we go through counseling for four to six weeks, everything would be fine. The hell with counseling? You're on another level now. I don't believe in same-sex marriage, bro. But people of same sex are getting married all over the country. So what seems to be the problem, Pastor? That's right and wrong. It doesn't matter to me what people are doing around the country. And now we're sticking by the bill. The Bible says that the institute of marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't find you two to be that. I really, I'm really not appreciative of the phone call. Now I've been insulted. Hell no! Excuse me. You no, no. I can't marry. Okay, but can you can you make an exception? Hell no! I can't make an exception. But we love each other. Exactly. Thank you, Alfred. Yes, we do. I, 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 I'm glad you do. I, I'm happy for you. But we don't know. We don't roll like that, bro. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I, I, I don't want to. Absolutely no. I'm not. A, a man and a woman must first leave their mother and father and cleave unto his wife. You don't see the problem here? I'm, I, I, I really don't have anything else. I really don't have anything else to say. Okay, but before you go, can I say something else to you? Hey, you may as well. You already insulted me. We got your number from Reverend Chapman. Reverend Chapman? The, the assistant pastor, Reverend Chapman, is the one I gave know who he is, Reverend Chapman. He gave you my number for this? No, 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 man. I, 
I really don't have much more time. I need to talk to Chad. Okay, okay, okay. But Reverend Chapman said you wouldn't have a problem marrying us. That's right. Reverend Chapman said I wouldn't have a problem marrying Reverend Chapman said I wouldn't have a problem marrying you. I really don't have much time for you. Okay, honestly. well, let me go ahead and say this, Pastor. I just want to know, know let you know on you behalf of the assistant pastor, I'm Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, when you just been pranked. Hello? Oh. That's wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to, wait a minute, Chapman. Hey, if Chapman ain't got nothing better to do, we really need to find him some, we need to find him some better to do. <laughs> hey, I'm embarrassed. Pastor, you all right? Uh, I don't know. I got a hard chase. Wait a minute. <laughs> Chapman got a little bit too much radio time on his hand. I I can guarantee you one thing. He won't be listening to the radio no more. <laughs> I got to ask you this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, I, I have to say the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up, hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry letter 23. Subject, there's a lot going on. You dumb, got married, now ready for a beatdown. Let me begin. Yeah, you heard me. Let me begin saying I gave my husband 16 years of my life. We got married young. Nevertheless, Steve, I need your help. I lost my dad two years ago, and when I hear you speak, you remind me so much of him. I am 31 years old. My soon-to-be ex-husband is 33. He recently informed me he wants a divorce because he says I do not trust him. Well, let me begin saying he has given me every reason not to trust him, but yet I forgave him. Now, I never caught him intimate with someone, but he has always tried to leave me for someone else, and God has always revealed him. This time he got revealed, and he is mad. No, he has not cheated as far as I know, but he has been on the internet looking at women sending them messages. To me, that's internet cheating, and I want to beat his butt with a black leather belt dipped in water. I am so (laughs) tired of his mess. He lies, he keeps secrets, he even keeps his phone on silent. He is not a pimp in all caps, like he thinks. But somewhere down the line, he thinks he is all of that. I am a woman that cooks clean, washed his clothes, fulfilled his needs, and makes him feel like he is king of the castle. And this fool tells me he does not like that. It makes him feel that I love him too much. He also said he don't love me like I love him, but he do love me and care for me. He is crazy and losing his marbles, I believe, but all said and done, I do love him, but I am tired and ready to move on. But the love I have won't allow me. It's so much as has went on and I don't want to go in all detail but I do need some advice from you Steve. You are my radio father and I listen to you faithful. Please help. You got some more kids. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> A lot going on in this letter. It's just, it's too much. You know, listen to your man. You know, stop doing all this stuff that you're doing for him. He says he doesn't like it. 
I don't, I don't think he appreciates you, but you haven't caught him doing anything, you said. You, I don't know. You don't have any grounds. It's like you're just conjuring up stuff almost in your head that he's doing. You said internet cheating because you caught him looking at women, I guess. But sounds like you guys are just having some marital issues and you need to sit down and talk to him about the marital issues. It doesn't sound like it's too much of a serious, serious problem going on here. That's all I got. It it doesn't sound like it's too serious. No, this is a very serious problem here to me, Shirley. All right, it doesn't seem like it's that I don't have time, but see, here's the problem, though. Here's the key to the whole thing. Uh, He says that he's divorcing me because I don't trust him. What she says, he's giving me every reason not to trust him, yet I forgave him. She says, no, I never caught him intimate with someone, but he has always tried to leave me for someone else. Okay, wait a minute. You ain't got to catch a person cheating on you if he's always trying to leave you for someone else. I don't, I don't think she's imagining this one at all, Shirley, and I'll tell you why okay. when we come back. Part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 18 after, we'll be back. I got more on the strawberry letter right after this. Don't go nowhere. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. Apparently, I missed something in this letter. <laughs> That's his part. I can't help it, man. <laughs> Subject: You dumb. Got married. Now ready for a beatdown. Even the title yeah, doesn't sum it up for us, dog. Make your day brighter. <laughs> you got like less than thirty seconds. One that will you just gonna dedicate the song to the woman in the letter. That's how. Yeah, really. She that's what you need. Sometimes you just need to sing real. a song because uh-huh. this marriage ain't worth a quarter. <laughs> so here's what I would do to you, uh, young young lady. You need to stop. Don't dip the black leather belt in water like you want to. Stop. He is not a pimp like he thinks he is. The Bible says a man is as he thinks he is. If he thinks he is, that's what he's trying to do. You try to treat him like the king of the castle. This fool tell you he don't like that. Okay, stop, stop doing, doing that, that then. Is he crazy and losing his marbles? Yes, he is. So you need to stop. You say, I, all I've done, I do, but I'm tired and ready to move on. But I, if the love I have won't allow me. Yeah, it's true, you do love him. But the fear you have won't let you move on. The love, you've got to overcome the fear. You cannot stay in something that's not healthy for you, beneficial for you, and productive for you. You have every right to move on with your life and start again. God is in the forgiving and redemption business. He will let you recover time and time and time again. You just have to trust and believe that. You can find someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. You just have to take the encouraging steps to make that happen. It has happened to millions of people before. It can happen. Happen to you, okay? Today's strawberry letter is posted on steveharvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Uh, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour from the talk, it is our girl Cheryl Underwood. She will be in the building. Cheryl. Yeah, yeah.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, uh, we back 34 minutes after that. Make sure you stick around this morning. Uh, the next 30 minutes of our morning show going to be star-studded with special guests. We got Heist yeah. Cube coming. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 But next, get ready for our girl, one of the great fools of all time. <laughs> sure. On the board. All right, Steve, introduce our girl. Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> She's here. Sherry. Hey, you better quit it sounding just like my grandmother. Stop it. <laughs> hey, shout out to all my friends in Dayton, Ohio, uh, Tommy Jr. I'll be at the uh, Dayton uh, Funny Bone this weekend, so we going to get your laugh on. All right, man. Yeah, all my, and all my Sawrods is 85 Beta. We're going to try to get together on Saturday and have a little brunch. I've been visiting the Sawrods all over the country and all the cities that I've been uh, uh, going into. So now let's have some fun. First, congratulations are in order. Steve Harvey's daytime talk show won an NAACP yeah, award. Yeah, all right, now. Yeah. yeah, we were very happy. You know, we lost. I mean, the talk lost. Uh, the did. real, we lost. But hey, there's got to be a winner. Somebody got to win. Somebody got to lose. Somebody got to cry. Ain't that a song? Is that a song? I think that's a song. Anywho, um, y'all would have won, but y'all didn't meet with Trump. Y'all got to meet with Trump. Man, you better get off me right there. <laughs> <laughs> you better get off me right there. And, and how Cheryl's did we lose? But we didn't do that. We didn't do that, Tommy. We didn't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me tell you something. I'm loving social media. They got look. The president can be talked about. We can talk about the president and still have respect for the presidency. I'm loving the good names. Cheeto in chief. Stop it. Uh, (laughs) Trumple thin skin. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Wait a minute, though. But I like, I like how cool President Obama looked. He on vacation. Mm-hmm. He kicking Man. it with his lady, our first lady, Michelle Obama. You know, we was all talking, talking about, yeah, he got vacation days. You know, usually on the job, they ask you how many vacation days you got left and when are you coming back. But that's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I hear you, girl. <laughs> President Trump make uh, President George Bush seem like Winston Churchill. Girl. But those are just my girl. views. Cheryl, okay. that was brilliant what that's you just fair. said right there. What's that? Profound. <laughs> Too deep for shallow mind. Okay. okay. Hey, everybody that enjoyed the Grammys, we want to know what is in Blue Ivy $2,500 purse. Don't they have a lot of baby doll stuff in it? Like, look, paper doll <laughs> stickers and Bazooka Bubblegum Jr. What you got in the for twenty five hundred? And the baby hey, don't sure. even play no sport, huh? huh? What does huh? CeeLo have on? Look here. Wait a minute, shorty. Come on, Everybody man. at Ralph's was like, Cheryl, why you wear all that gold to the ground? <laughs> Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> I have they asked you. And they was like, I thought your hair was growing out. <laughs> you you stupid. You stupid. They was like, it's a remake of The Wiz. What's the color today? Gold. It's in, man. Man, he walked wow. in like he had the maxi coat on. Like he was, uh, what's that dude that used to do the uncola nut? He passed away. Remember when he was in James Bond? Oh, yeah. what's that dude? Oh, oh, oh. Jeffrey yes. Holder. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. 
Yeah, man. He was Let me tell you something. CeeLo be, CeeLo, I'll give it up to him, though. He be on one, but mm. he get the news. He get the, he get the news. He need to get on that Dick Gregory, though. What's happening? Oh, shout out to Chance the Rapper, <laughs> digging him, mm-hmm. giving honor to God, and cussing yeah. at the same time. That's Girl. right. Mm-hmm. We can be gangster Christians, Shirley. Stop <laughs> okay. correcting me all the time. I'm going to need some of that Kit Kat money, though, Shirley. <laughs> okay. Well, see, now I'm back. I'm so happy right now. I was on the reconnaissance mission, y'all. I had mm-hmm. to get deep, deep, deep undercover in the Republican Party. Me and Omarosa. Get Christy love. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Sorry. What? Hey, oh hey, man, gosh, get, your boy, so get your boy, Omarosa. Get your boy, Omarosa. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> you and Omarosa, get your boy. Get your boy. <laughs> get your boy. <laughs> Don't fall you for the come over. Cheeto in chief. <laughs> I love it. All right, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Uh, coming up next, Carlos Santana is backtracking on what he said about Beyonce uh, the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cleaning it up. He is. Oh, you better clean it up. We'll be Beehive. back. Beehive. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up at the top of the hour, Ice Cube going to be our special guest. <laughs> All right, here we go. New set of performers for next month's iHeartRadio Music Awards. All right, Mm. check this out. They've been announced, and music fans are not going to want to miss this year's telecast. Uh, First of all, Bruno Mars, hot (laughs) off his Grammy performance as Prince, uh, has Mm. already been confirmed for the show. He'll now be joined by Katy Perry, Ed Sheeran, The Chainsmokers, uh, Mm. Shawn Mendes, uh, Noah Cyrus and Big Sean. Big Sean. Uh-huh. Yeah. I decided. Yeah. <laughs> Big Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As we previously well, told Katie you, Perry. Uh, or, or I think we've talked about this, Drake leads the nominees this year with 12. Go ahead, Drake. 12. All right. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2017 iHeart Music Awards will air March 5th live on TBS, TNT, and True TV. So make sure you check that out. Well, uh, let's get to this story, too. It didn't take long for Carlos Santana to backpedal on his comments about why Adele won the Album of the Year Grammy over Beyonce. Fix it up. All right. uh, Carlos Santana said in an interview that he thought Adele won because she can sing, sing. Whereas uh, Beyonce is very beautiful to look at, and it's more like modeling kind of music. I need a mistake. What? Ones. All right. Okay, that's what the Beehive said. That's what the Beehive said, Junior. That's what the Beehive said. Uh, they weren't having any of it. Santana wound up taking to Facebook to clarify what he meant by his comments. He said, my intent was to congratulate Adele on her amazing night at the Grammys. I have the utmost respect for Beyonce as an artist and as a person. And uh, he says she deserves all the accolades that come her I way. made a mistake. I know don't make, make a mistake anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm even sorry. Adele <laughs> said Beyonce should have okay. won for Album of the Year because of Lemonade. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. and how play. she opened up on Lemonade and became so transparent. So, so there sorry. you go. I mean, I, I like Carlos Santana, too, and, and so I'm glad that he... He um, fixed it. Yeah. Maria, Maria. Because he got stung. 
Growing up in Spanish Harlem. Uh, Maria, Maria, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before the Super Bowl, the Atlanta Zoo and a zoo in the uh, New England area made a bet that the losing side would name a baby animal after the winning team star quarterback. And because of the Atlanta Falcons' collapse in the game... Uh, Zoo's been... <laughs> you won't be seeing any baby animals named after Matt Ryan at the Roger Williams Park Carousel Village in Rhode Island. Instead, there's now a Tom Brady at the Atlanta Zoo. So that's okay. kind of cool. You know, they make good on their bet. Ah, uh, but give the zoo credit for making the best of the situation. <laughs> this is really terrible. They named a baby Madagascar hissing roach. After Tom Brady. <laughs> that is really nice. Oh, it's a roach. <laughs> yes. That's how you come back around. That's it. Oh, Use your roaches. We're going to name an animal. So there's now a cockroach named Tom Brady at the Atlanta Zoo. So if you're making a trip. They, 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 they stuck to the bet. To the Atlanta Zoo. Yeah, they make yeah. good on it. Uh, yeah, it's going to become surely a hot tourist uh, attraction. Tom Brady the Roach at the Atlanta Zoo. <laughs> oh, that's a hot tour of the track until some black people start yeah. seeing these roaches. They come be all <laughs> that that last long. <laughs> we lead them against that wall. Tom Brady come up. It's shoes coming off. <laughs> and make no mistake, black people do say roaches. They don't say cockroaches. Nah, they just roach. say roach. Roaches. <laughs> I didn't roach. know what a Madagascar hissing cockroach was. It's still a roach. Uh-huh. Right. Right. What that um, roach do different from other roaches? Nothing. Well, it hisses. That's one thing. Mm-mm. No, it's a roach. That'll scare the hell out of me. Oh, but man. You know those big roaches no. down south, those tree roaches, they fly. They fly. Whoa. You ain't seen nothing until you what? seen a roach get up on you. What? what? Especially in Texas and Houston. Yeah, in Texas, they Oh, I love the way you used to kill them roaches, boy. Take they your shoe off. Flying, you got to duck. <laughs> Beat it one time, then put your shoe back on the ground and slide your foot back mm. in. Wow, it just made me think. <laughs> and carry on with the ew, conversation. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't done right. that? You Who say Melba got high blood pressure. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, Kira, that was the table. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's how you kill the roaches right there. And that was your hand. Yeah. Go in there and get that newspaper and bring it in here. Bring it in here. And get that up. <laughs> how long has she been in there? <laughs> How many of you guys eat shrimp? Oh, you yeah, like I shrimp? Do. I love you like shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, you know they call shrimp the roaches of the sea. Just saying. Hey, sure, sure don't do that. They do. Sure, I'm just they, they do. That, no, that, that, that ain't even right. We could have passed that. <laughs> no, that ain't even right. Sure. <laughs> Where are you going for lunch? About that, I still would eat yeah. some fried shrimp, <laughs> sauteed, shrimp, yes, that shrimp stuff, and shrimp. Yeah, it's not going to stop you. Mess up my papa dough. What's wrong with you? It's not going to stop you from eating it. Why you know so much? You know what I'm saying? That's unnecessary. That really was Junior. <laughs> Come on, Carl. That's from people that don't cook. That do all the <laughs> shrimp is slamming You the want shrimp. shrimp for dinner tonight? What do you know what now they Now I got to have roach and grits, like, that <laughs> That's what I'm eating now? Oh, Junior. Roach no. and grits. Uh, it's breakfast time. Oh. <laughs> all right, a burglar. Let's move on. We're moving on now, right? Come burglar on. in Idaho had to turn uh, tail and run after he broke into a house and got attacked by his victim's pet squirrel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Adam Pearl. He says he came home and immediately sensed something strange in his home, then noticed that someone had tried and failed to break into his gun safe. He called the cops to come out and survey the scene, and when a female officer arrived to check things out, his trusty rodent pal Joey came out to greet her. The deputy asked if uh, Pearl 
uh, if Joey was friendly and, and was told he was, but you never know since he is a squirrel. She took note, then left to file her report, but came back a few hours later with most of the items that had been stolen from Pearl's place, along with a confession from a suspect she hauled in. The cop said she asked, did you get that from the squirrel? And he says, yeah, the darn thing kept attacking me and wouldn't stop until I left. You're, gonna, you're not going to do this on my watch. Not on my watch. And not. Joey Put received, a, yes, a reward for his trouble, a bag of Whoppers candy. That is his favorite treat. <laughs> what did he say, Joey the squirrel? Oh, you're going to do this while I'm here? Really? Oh, no, not today. Put that back. Put that back. Should have brought some nuts with you. That's what you should have did. <laughs> hey, guys, before we get out of here, we still have time. Tell us about this weekend. Where are you going? What? Where are we going? Uh-huh. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Tell them, Junior. Know. Tell them, Junior. Tomorrow night, baby, we right there in Portsmouth, Virginia. We having a comedic revival. Oh. Southern Fried Comedy Tour Revival. Uh-huh. In Portsmouth, Virginia. Willie Hall. Yes. Ticketmaster.com. Right now. All right. I like it. Amen. This Sell is Southern out. Stupid at, at its best. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Baby. I've seen the show, y'all. Y'all gotta go. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it's Hilarious. actually a production. It is. Yeah. It You're really listening is. to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Just a few more things I wanted to run by oh, no, you guys. Stop this, man. Uh, uh, all right. Okay, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Junior, this is probably for you on the show here. Uh, it would have been for Tommy as well, but he just um, uh, rectified his situation. What I do? Put it like that. You got married. Oh. oh that's so this is for saying. this is for single people. Things you should never put in your dating profile. Okay. I can still help though. Go ahead. Yeah. If you're striking out with the ladies, you might want to tweak or even overhaul your online profile if you're online. Okay. Here's a rundown of some photos you should never put on your dating profile. This is according to women. Mm-hmm. Don't put these pictures up there. Pictures of you with a baby. Okay. And, okay. And don't do it. Okay. Uh, pictures of you holding dead fish or other animals. You know, if you go out on the boat with your friends and you yeah. catch a big old marlin or something. Don't put that up there. That ain't going to hurt. No, that mean you official. I, boy, I'd be excited about somebody. Women are not interested in it. <laughs> I'm, uh, into, I'm into whatever women want to do. Okay. Thank you, Junior. Uh, photos of you at the gym. Who don't they don't care. With a rod and reel? They don't care. They don't care about photos They don't the care gym? about pictures of you at the gym. Mm, I just about to post that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop. Pictures of you, uh, you know, with a shirt on, with your shirt off for no reason. They don't want it. They don't want they to don't see like that. that. They don't like Mm-mm. that? Uh-uh. They don't like it. Okay. okay. Pictures with you with a hand signal, some sort of hand symbol. None of that. They don't want that. Uh, pictures of you with art. And this is the one you think they want, but they don't. Pictures of you in bed. <laughs> I thought that was a good picture of me laying on that leopard confident. I thought it was uh-uh. good. Mm-mm. They don't like all that. Good luck out there. <laughs> yeah, what, is I, what am I supposed to picture of then? Ain't got no option. Just you, just yeah, you, just me. just you. Yeah, okay. Surprise, surprise. We have a special phone call, special guest, family member on the line. Tommy, you want to do the honors? 
Can I do the honors? Oh, please. please you please. sure? Yes. I can get ahead. a yay yay in here? Yes. Special guest this morning, y'all. Pioneer of West Coast rap, an outstanding actor and movie producer. He got a new movie in theaters tomorrow. The movie is Fist Fight, and he's joining us this morning to tell us all about the movie. Put your hands together. Oh, my God. The one and only Ice Cube. Yeah. Yay, Superstar. Good morning. How y'all doing? <laughs> good, man. How you doing? I'm doing real good. You know, got this got this hilarious movie coming out tomorrow. So <laughs> It looks funny, too. Oh, it looks funny. Yeah, it's, it's, we, it's a funny premise. Man, we all, you know, we all know about 3 o'clock bell ring. So, two, you know, two of the students getting ready to fight. But this is completely different, <laughs> man. Tell yeah. us about it. You know, everybody in every workplace, you know, it's somebody... This close to getting their butt whooped. So, <laughs> right now, we in school, and uh, the school is so bad that it's done pressure to teachers into having a fist fight after school, 3 o'clock, parking lot, old school style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know about that. <laughs> teachers it's, beefing, though? I like it, though. Man. I'm you know sure teachers, teachers be beefing anyway. Huh? You know teachers get into it. Yeah, they yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh... So we just we just took it to the next level, had fun with it. Uh, of course, we don't condone we don't condone no violence in the workplace, but in a movie, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey man, our boy Tracy Morgan back on the scene, boy. What was yeah. what's it like working with him back on the scene, man? In fist fight, man, it was just so good to have him around and to see that he was the same old. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan is the most inappropriate, sincere, <laughs> sincere dude you know. So he's he's both sides of the spectrum, you know what I mean? So it's cool to, to just have him around. And I think the accident made him funnier, to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that line. I look like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing it in this movie. Funny as ever. So man, y'all got a lot of action going on, Cube man. You 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 in there throwing throwing fists, man. Are you doing most of this? Hey man, they had me doing all these fights, man. You know, it was an eight day shoot for the just the fight alone it took eight days to shoot. Wow! Because it's an epic fight and it's, it goes on forever. I was wow. like, damn man, are we shooting Rocky? Or are we shooting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. So- I still need a massage from that movie, man. I'm still sore from shooting that movie, but it was all us, for real. Hmm. Crazy. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, snitches get stitches, for sure. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, and I've been wanting to work with Charlie Day for a long time. Charlie he's Day. Funny. Yeah. He's funny. He got his own style of comedy. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I knew if me and him did a movie together that, that we'd kill it. And, uh, you know, Fist Fight is hilarious on all levels. And you know it's 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 some uh, scene stealing um, things going on in there, man. That that people just gonna fall out their seat. Period. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, did you learn anything, man, about playing a teacher? Educating, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like playing a teacher. You know, I had, I had a teacher like that name, Mister Tucson. He one of them teachers that snatch you up by the collar if you got out of line. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he had an afro. He used to comb it to the front. Yes, you know? yes, you, yes. <laughs> yeah, you. Come on, Mr. Tucson. He yes. was mean. He was mean, boy. 
but nobody nobody messed with him. You know what I mean? Nobody messed with him. So I was like, that's the teacher I'm going to play. That's the teacher I'm going to play. I'm going to play Mr. Tucson. Mr. Tucson. What subject you teach, uh, Q? What you say? What subject do you teach? Oh, he he. Back when they used to teach wood, you know, they used to. Yeah, used to <laughs> I remember that wood shop. shop. Mm-hmm. How to yeah. work with their hands, you know. They used to teach kids how to work with their hands, and we had wood shop, and he was the wood shop teacher. And uh, <laughs> man, if you didn't sandpaper that wood right, boy, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be in I'm your grill. To- I'm trying to picture all this hair rushing to the front, though. I'm trying to picture that. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Front. I know exactly what oh, Q man. means. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's oh, going man. down. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow is, it jumps off fist fight in theaters across the country, starring the very own, the outstanding Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop legend, boy. Yes, he oh, is. Thank we love yeah, you, boy. Keep do- you got to give me a yay, yay before you get out of here. Oh, you know you got to get it. Hey, everybody go see Fist Fight tomorrow. And you know you're hearing it from your homeboy Ice Cube. Oh, yay, yay. <laughs> love him. I love it. Love him. Then he hang up and just go all by the <laughs> <laughs> He dropped the mic. <laughs> That's how you drop it. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, we'll be back at 18 after the hour. Thank you, Cube. Fist Fight tomorrow, baby. Yeah. Hey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting ready. Mo Def. Yes. In the building. Look at here. It's time. That's what time it is. One and only Motown. Uh, and the uh, beautiful Deacon Def Jam. Question. Uh, wait. Today, we are gathered at the JPJJ. That's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, hello. Hello. I said hello. Back at your boy. The sermon today, Deacon. All right. Is I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. But the question beckons to be asked what if you can't? Mm. Now, we, that's, it's that's a, a question. It's a situation, not that. Yes, sir. Who saw that coming? Nobody. I believe. I said, I believe. Mm-hmm. I can fly. Right. The question is, uh, but what if you can't? What if you can't? See, if the name of the song was "I Can Fly." Mm-hmm. It's a more definitive statement about flight. Yeah. You standing on a cliff. Yeah. And you a bird. Mm-hmm. And you say to the other bird, mm-hmm. I can fly. Bird, I can fly. And take off soaring through the air. Yeah. Now, if you standing on a cliff and you a bird and you say, I can fly. Mm-hmm. 
and you a squirrel and you say, I can too. Uh-uh. You're in a situation now. <laughs> got yourself in a problem messing around listening to that bird. Bird was made to fly. Squirrels was meant to climb. Yeah. And so a on flying this squirrel. early Tuesday, Mm-hmm. Well, if you say I believe I can fly, yeah, the question beckons. Yes, it but does. But what if you can't? <laughs> now you just down Lord, on the ground. Lord, <laughs> beckons. One Lord. more time. One more time, Pastor. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but the question beckons. Mm-hmm. But what if you can't? <laughs> Mm. Now you in something now. Nah, you done jumped your anyway. stupid tail off into that air. Yeah. Flapping hard as you can. But you headed style. Steady. Picking up speed. Mm, headed to your final destination. You on your way to the ground? You're not going up, you're going down? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're not fitting to be long, <laughs> much longer around. You fitting to be a memory? You about to be a part of the past. Preach, Pastor, yeah. preach. People going to go to your funeral mm-hmm. and somebody going to stand up and ask, did he say he could fly? Uh-huh. Somebody going to say, I believe he did. <laughs> but somebody going to sit up and say, I told him that the question beckons. Yes. Yes. But what if you can't? <laughs> I don't believe he heard me and he jumped anyhow. Yes, he did. On the way down, I could see the look on his face that flight wasn't exactly in his plans. Mm-mm. And there he landed. Ain't no turning back now. Splat. Mm. <laughs> what is it? What is the sound? <laughs> Splat. <clears throat> when he hit the ground. Yes, yeah. Slow it down. Give me the king's man. <laughs> Please give me the king's man. All the king's horses. <laughs> yes. And all of the king's men could nail one of them. Mm. Put his ass back together again. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, let's get to these back-to-back jams. Cat, let's go. Hey, coming up, y'all, we got time for just one more thing. We'll tell you about it after the break at 48 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, coming up, y'all, we got time for just one more thing. We'll tell you about it after the break at 48 after the hour. All right, here's, here's the um, just one more thing story. This is mainly for, well, it's for everyone. Okay, here we, here we go. According to Match.com Singles in America survey, guys love it when women make the first move. Hell yeah. yeah. I do, I do. Though few women do. <laughs> well, wouldn't y'all do, though? Okay, here, here's the numbers. 95, 95% of single guys are in favor of women initiating the first kiss. Yes. That's a huge number, 95%. Yes. Actually, mm-hmm. attack me, and I'm yeah. cool with it. Wow. Yeah. 
93% of men like it when women initiate sex for the first time. Yes. Are you guys kidding me right now? Yes. You started. Come on. These are high numbers, Carla. These are in the 90s. Do you understand what I'm saying here? 95% of guys are happy when, yeah, when a woman asks for their number. Hell yeah. What's, what are you guys doing? Hell yeah, it's easy then. Yeah, it, it, right. It's too easy. Okay, and then 94% of guys like it when a woman is the first to call after a good first date. Come on. What has everything. this world come to? Yeah. And you want do, me to yeah. cook? Oh, uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. quit doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Quit doing it. Quit giving out your number and quit at calling first. Get uh. chased. Uh. We hunters. Make them chase. Yes. If they ain't got a chase, then we ain't got to hunt. We just capture. Wow. Mm. This is too much. You but just quit climbing in the cage. Such a high number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of these things are in the 90s. Because if you just kiss me, you know, I mean, I ain't no, there's no line about what direction we finna go. This, yeah. yeah. Right where we at. Yeah. Yeah. You kiss me. Oh, and then it's, you're going all the way. Oh, it's, it's time. Wherever we start kissing it. If you initiate it. When, well, <laughs> they say the first kiss and when you initiate sex for the first time. When y'all, When care. you jump on me, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Jump back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't no punk now. Oh, this, oh, this is what you want? <laughs> uh-uh. We've challenged your manhood yeah, at this yeah. point. Uh. But I love this line. They say, uh, guys love it when a woman makes the first move, though few women do. All right, here's another one. According to a new survey, 28% of respondents confessed to spending at least $500 without notifying their significant other. So what they're saying is your wife or girlfriend is probably lying to you about money at this point. And as many as 12 million Americans are keeping secret accounts and Uncle credit Steve cards. Yeah. Hello, is this thing on? Steve, did oh, you hear me? Say what it say now. I missed it. All right, your wife or girlfriend uh, is probably lying to you about money, okay? Now, 28% of the people who responded to the survey confessed to spending at least $500 without notifying their significant other. 500 $500, yeah. Oh, that's an, that's an average, Steve. And, and then as many as 12 million Americans are keeping secret accounts and credit cards. Now, you say 12 million dollars. <laughs> I ask getting a divorce. <laughs> you get the divorce. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's relative though. You know, 500 uh-huh. is the average. You know, 500 you have, we ain't even got to talk about that. Yeah, if you have more money 12 then million, probably... we need some paperwork. No, 12 million <laughs> Americans keeping secret accounts and credit cards. That's what the 12 oh, okay. where the 12 million came uh, in. You go in there and write a check for 12 million dollars. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Your ass. Is <laughs> we're <up>. done. <laughs> Since we're doing these surveys, here's another one. According to a new study, music gives you the same high as sex and drugs. No, it <laughs> don't. Who <laughs> 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 said that? Somehow, I knew you guys would disagree. disagree. What's in that music? <laughs> At the very least, music lights up the same part of the brain as sex and drugs, and it triggers a similar experience of pleasure. No, nah, drugs is damaging. Mm-mm. I ain't never done no drugs, uh-uh. so I don't care nothing about mm, that. No, we're not into yeah. that. Mm-mm. Music way better than drugs. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, sex better than everything. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> says music gives you the same high as sex. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. No, nah, Teddy Pendergrass no, ain't never got me there. <laughs> I did most of the work. <laughs> wow. It wasn't a song. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Yes, sir. The girls text me. What the hell y'all done? 
let him tell you since he started. Yeah. Go ahead. They want to help you, Tommy, with your, with your outfits. <laughs> Just because my linen pants. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. it, Steve. <laughs> Just say goodbye, man. <sighs> Damn. No, but since you brought it up, just go ahead. Go ahead. So which one brought this to your attention? Don't look well, over here. here. Don't look over here. <laughs> so Shirley call it a stylist now? <laughs> <laughs> You've well, said enough, Steve. <laughs> well, it ain't that they are. They just know you ain't. I love the way you phrased that. That was good. <laughs> it ain't the fact that they are. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.